This is Suspenders Unbuttoned, a podcast where friends talk with friends about TV, movies, and books. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Suspenders Unbuttoned podcast. I can talk today. I'm Julie. (laughs) And I'm Sarah. And we're excited to have Jesse Hutch join us today. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Just like that. (laughs) Boom. Just like that. Catherine's got it all under control for us. <laughs> I know. Hey, thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're excited we could finally um, get this, you know, scheduled and happening. Um, so, yeah, welcome. Thank you for being uh, here with us. Thank you very much for having me. I know it was uh, a lot of back and forth. I know you messaging me and then me saying, yeah, that works. And then production changing schedule. Right. And then I'm like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Real <laughs> life. Then you face to face at Rama drama. And then, yeah. then we uh-huh. got this figure out. Yeah. And they announced your Christmas movie at the same time. So yes, they did. So here we are. Christmas in July is upon us. And Christmas in Toyland is coming out July 23rd on Hallmark. So we're excited for that. Uh-huh. Me too. <laughs> I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> um, were you expecting it to come in July or were you thinking Christmas? No, time? actually, I, I wasn't. It, it could have come out last Christmas, but they decided oh, to okay. hold off and just, uh, from what I understand, take more time to work the music and the edit. And it, I believe in their words, in the producer's words, they just wanted to take more time to make sure they were happy with everything. So, uh, so I just assumed, okay, this Christmas. And then all of a sudden it was like announced. Uh, Christmas in July. And I was like, oh, cool. That's even closer. <laughs> like, like right now. It yeah. seems like yeah. everyone's surprised when their movie gets announced for Christmas in July. It's like, yeah. Right? It's, so, it's kind of fun. It's fu- it is really fun. It's really right. fun. So you play a character named Grant. Um, what can you tell us about him? Nothing. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grant, I mean, Grant's a kid at heart, but he owns a business. So I believe he has to try and find that balance of how do you run a business and be a kid at the same time. Uh, he's right. not about the numbers. He's more about the the people and the feeling that people have when they come into his store. So okay. I think that's that's where you'll see the fun come out in, in the film because Vanessa Lenges, who plays opposite of me, uh, she's all about, you know, her character is about the numbers and doing business appropriately and you should be organized and all these good things, but not what my character's into. So we immediately have a clashing of just personalities and uh, styles of work. I can imagine that that'll bring some fun um, back and forth scenes. <laughs> right. We, we've we seen the clip. Hallmark has one promo up uh, on uh, on their website. And so we We've seen that, and we can see a little bit that playing out. Um, uh-huh. We can see see you're the business owner, and she's the focused one. How, <laughs> how does she end up there being the focused one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that will be a surprise actually okay. uh, for okay. for everyone. For uh, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's fun to just take take people that are kind of opposite, and you just throw them in mm. to this, uh, for lack of a better uh, term, the cookie jar. Let's stick yeah, with right. the Christmas thing. And uh, and you just see what happens. So uh, we, I mean, we had a lot of fun filming this movie. So I hope the viewers will have a lot of fun with us because, uh, so, so funny story, Vanessa and I 
we both worked on a series uh, for NBC called American Dreams. Okay. Now that was in the early 2000s. So it's been almost 20 years since we had seen each other. Wow. And, and then we both booked this film together. And so that was pretty cool because the last time I saw her, you could say it was in the 60s because that's when the series takes place. It's 1964, okay. roughly. Okay. Yeah. It, it was all around Dick Clark's American Bandstand. Yeah. So, right. so yeah. So we, I kind of remember. There. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I mean, we had a blast working on that together. And, and then, yeah, didn't see each other for 20 years, stayed in touch just kind of through social media. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we're doing a Christmas film together. Uh, and so, funny enough, it just, felt uh kind of like old friends that hadn't seen each other in a long time right and next thing you know we're doing this movie so we had a blast she's she's great with with comedy and humor as well and drama and so we were really able to collaborate and work together and and the director and the producers were fantastic to like let us kind of feel the scenes out and Mm -hmm. I remember us coming up with this kind of cat and mouse vibe we were like oh this would be fun okay because it was coming out naturally and we were using the set to sort of try and avoid one another but had to talk okay and so we said well let's keep this up so when you all watch this film keep an eye out to see what feels like a cat and mouse game to you and i think you'll notice that in a lot of the scenes there's little things that we manage to do whether it's a a physical distance or there's something in between us or the way that we speak to one another right it's very much like okay here's some bait will you take it okay follow okay. me okay i'll follow you and it became really fun i feel like you're answering all of our questions <laughs> oh yeah sorry. like it's not one thing like there's a lot to unpack um i that sounds really fun julie and i are both really big fans of that kind of push and pull uh-huh. relationship dynamic uh-huh. on screen so this sounds kind of right up our alley <laughs> And um, our our followers in particular love to have something extra to look for. Yes. So clearly, we're looking for the cat and mouse games Absolutely. now. So um, we'll be we'll be watching for that. Will you live tweet during the movie? Is that uh, your I'm thing? Doing, I, I'm doing uh, I'm doing something. I, I don't okay. know what I I think through Hallmark we're doing like a live Facebook, Facebook live probably. But, but yeah. I don't know if that's. They I don't free know. record got, those Facebook lives. Yeah, those are pre-recorded. <laughs> That's what I was wondering, but I mean, I did an interview two days ago and I didn't realize it was live and it's like, boom, live, you're on TV. And I was like, oh, hey, live. Uh, you know, I should, I should put some shorts on. I'm just kidding. Well, that's fun. What was that for? Uh, it was for something called the morning show. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, it was cool. I don't know. It was just super fast. Yeah. Like, kind of a, a movie. Uh, yeah, talk about the movie Fun Christmas Game and like cut to commercial. Okay, perfect, perfect. And yeah, we're live nice. and we're all, we're we're all live talk along. Everyone comes along for the ride. So. Yeah, yeah. We're right. really nice, right? I'm looking over yeah, at this the is counters. A more... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say this is like a little more uh, relaxed. It's not like oh my goodness, we have 30 seconds. Go. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we are a conversation. We are not a. A game show like <laughs> yeah we wouldn't run well like that i'm looking over at the comments um we i see we have a bunch of people watching and everybody's saying hi lots from rama drama chad's in the comments there yep um angie's saying she didn't realize how funny you were until rama drama <laughs> so we'll, have, we'll have to talk about that we'll too. To that. Thank, <laughs> you. Uh, th- thank you for you know that was there was a lot of fun there there was a lot 
lot to laugh about. Super fun. Um, Great weekend. Right. So Hallmark has been doing movies that are a little less cookie cutter. Is there anything about this movie that is maybe a little less, a little unexpected? Formulaic, yeah. I mean, I think as performers, we're always trying to like push something, whether it's an emotion or uh, something to try. So, I mean, I just remember when we were making the film, it was like, I think this can be more emotional. Like, let's almost bring the tears here. Let's like, let's, and there's, there's moments, right? Like where I think, you know, usually around the third act where it's like, it's all falling apart. Right. (laughs) Nothing's going to work, but like, we know it's going to work. Right. Right. And, and so I think Vanessa and I actually worked really hard uh, along with the director and, and producers to just find moments that we really pushed, you know, didn't kind of ride the line of safety. We were like, you know what, let's, uh, let's try a version where, where we're just like really upset at each other and yeah. go for it. Yeah, and- you know, we, we like the, I think, you know, as viewers, uh, people really want to see that emotional range, something that's a little more what you, you'd see in life. I mean, you're choosing yeah. Hallmark because you understand the storyline, but I think we want more of a range. And so making those choices makes us as viewer more engaged in what we're watching, Absolutely. right? Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, I, I think people are awesome and people are the best part of anything. Right. And especially, especially this industry. And we, we don't, I mean, unless we go to a Rama drama or one of these conventions, we don't, we don't get feedback from, from you all. Right. It's kind right. of, uh, I mean, once in a while, yes, we'll get things on social media maybe, but it's not a, a face-to-face, heart-to-heart, like, hey, this movie touched me or I hated your character in this or <laughs> why'd you have to be so mean, you know? Uh, and so I think we'd like to assume that our audience is awesome and they have these, you know, awesome, cool hearts that can explore and feel all kinds of emotion. And I, I like movies where for me personally, where the lead guy doesn't always have it together. He doesn't mm-hmm. always say the right things and, and look the right way. And right. Uh, I like finding the goofball in in most of the roles that I play, if possible. And and so I, I think you'll see that in this as well. But I think the lightheartedness and also the not perfect is mm-hmm. is gives a better arc. It's some um, mm-hmm. as a viewer, it's more fun to watch some of that and then also to bring yeah. more emotion to it i i think people like that range um mm-hmm. plus a little comedy uh seeing yeah. a little more comedy in some of these films now um, i love comedy I mean, it's yeah. all, like it, it, if we, i we could I, I would push it like a lot of the times they're trying to pull me back because i'm like I, I think you would do that and they're like that's crazy it's too crazy <laughs> fun <laughs> i'm like come on can't we just ace ventura this like it's fine. It's fine. Right? That would be fun. Um, I need to know since you bet you were playing like these little cat and mouse games around the set, did you um do any like little stunts? Did you just like add in some falls or something? Uh, <laughs> you you usually those are a little more difficult to get away with. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in these movies it'll be like someone like trips a little bit and you catch each other, right? It's like, oh, oh. it's yeah. like the stunt. And then you look into each other's eyes and it's like, oh. <laughs> um, no, I'll spark. <laughs> yeah. Can you do the sound so, effects for the movie so, too? Sorry. I should, I should. I'll just do a live sound effect. I won't even talk. Just just do the sound effects. So, I mean, I'm trying to think if we if we have one of those moments in the movie. We probably do. Where it's like one of those been a while. we catch the, you know what I mean? It's always in there, <laughs> right. isn't it? 
Right. So, so there's always, uh, but no, there's no like crazy stunts. I, I don't remember anything crazy where it was like, oh, I mean, I'm always joking around and pushing for it. I'm like, all right, I think this is where uh, the wall explodes and I fly through the other wall. <laughs> then and you then pull we sing back, a Christmas right? carol. <laughs> and then we yeah. sing a Christmas carol. Oh, I tried. I tried. There's, there's one part where like, I'm supposed to select a Christmas tree. And I was like, you know what? What if I grab the Christmas tree and just run with it? And they're like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, but what if I just did it and didn't ask permission, even though I just told you I was going to do it? Uh-huh. And they're like, you better not do that. And I was like, but I might. But I might. <laughs> See, I might forget you just said that. <laughs> don't ask permission, ask forgiveness. Learn the, yeah. learn the stuff. <laughs> Amen. Amen for that. There's uh, sometimes... I, but I mean, something I do like to do, if possible, is I like to try and surprise the other actors I work with. So uh, that might be me delivering a different type of uh, option for the scene or mm -hmm. I will uh, I'll add something or I'll, I'll find a prop and I'll sort of just like bring it into the scene w without even telling them you know what I mean and kind of just sort of force it into the scene and see what happens and so I, I'm always trying to find moments like that where not to embarrass the other character or the other actor but rather to uh, hopefully empower or bring something to the scene that they wouldn't mm -hmm. expect right so so maybe it is a a gesture of me saying pulling out a chair right it wasn't in the scene it had nothing right. to do with it but there's a chair right there and, and somehow i'll be like oh okay fine you want to do that thing well please you know and it's like you put that person in a position where they are they going to accept it or are they going to totally ignore it and uh of course as many of you know the rule for you know for anything uh, when it comes to sort of uh on a whim decision you try to accept whatever the actor throws your way mm -hmm. because it's boring to say no so right, right. Uh, so you know it's fun so you can also watch for that i believe there were some moments of that where i was like i'm just gonna throw throw something at you vanessa and she's like well what are you gonna throw me i'm like oh see, see. Yeah. <laughs> she's like oh okay fine well maybe i'll throw something at you and i'm like okay fine fine and we would do that willing to play ball she'll catch and oh send. yeah yeah oh, she, yeah. oh she's she's uh, awesome that way i mean that's more fun so sometimes I, you can see that more spontaneity mm -hmm. in the movie when you're watching. I mean, you can see mm -hmm. that more of a connection. And then the, mm -hmm. you can tell the actors are connected with each other because you got to pay attention when you're not doing as expected, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah we love that. Love Brings that. a little twist. Do you have a favorite, um, like, behind the story, behind the story, behind the scenes story for us that you can share? Mm. That always gets me. We filmed <laughs> that, like, what, over I know. Over you're afraid. And I'm like, oh, I should have went through all my old photos and stuff. Because <clears throat> mm. we're we're always like joking around and. Right. I bet you need to shuffle yeah. through your old photos to remember, right? I mean, yeah, puts them up. I mean, there's stuff that I like to do to to bring joy to set. Just in like, I love to joke around with mm -hmm. the crew mm -hmm. and the cast. And uh, so one thing that I've sort of started with anyone who's worked with me, maybe they're listening to this, they'll go, oh yeah, he does that is I, I like to take blame for anything that goes wrong yeah. even if it's nobody's fault or it's not my fault or like maybe an airplane flies overhead and it completely ruins the scene or like a harley <laughs> davidson goes by or or you know, i don't know something a christmas tree falls over in the background I'll be like, sorry that, that was my tree uh, <laughs> you know so i like to take fault for anything anything technical anything and um so so that's kind of a surprise thing that i think dare I say, comes out in the product because the crew has fun. You know what right. I mean? I, right. I, I, think, I think that you need to, um, 
I think it's important for lead actors to lead. And I mm -hmm. think you should lead people. And I think by leading people, the best way to do that is by, um, by kind of getting in there with them, by, right. by not, not trying to overpower and be above people, but by just, just getting to know their names and hanging out with them and finding out if someone just got married, maybe someone has gone through a divorce, maybe someone just had a baby, maybe someone just right. lost their grandparent. Yeah. Uh, and it's those things that really, really bring everybody together. And I think that actually helps the, the project. I, mm -hmm. It's, it's this, uh, there's a side effect that occurs that is much stronger than you right. would imagine. Well, I am, I, I imagine when you, when you start connecting with people, and you start like learning about each other and learning a little bit more how you work, then everybody works better together, which just must change the whole environment. The team as a group yeah, the whole team. is superior yep. to any one individual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, absolutely. a lot of people work in situations like that. I work where my team is incredibly important to me and together we can make amazing outcomes. Uh, that separately we can't do. And I feel like in the film industry, you're very dependent on the team. Yeah. Yeah. And, and quite often you don't pick the team. The team doesn't pick you. Right. Uh, there's a lot of different things at play, right? The people in some office somewhere that have made a bunch of decisions and yep. now we're all, we're all mm -hmm. doing it. And, um, which is fun. I mean, right. I, I think it's, it's part of the challenge. And for me, I love challenge when, when pressure increases, uh, my focus increases mm -hmm. when pressure decreases, my focus decreases. <laughs> so right. um, it's funny if there's like no tension, no pressure, then no you're, clock, yeah, right? I'm on. I can relate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we both like the pressure. Yeah. Um, I've, my job is all about under pressure. So, um, we can mm -hmm. totally relate, but, um, had you, so you had worked with Vanessa before, had you worked with anybody else on the team before? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Vortex, uh, is the, uh, the, the production company on the ground behind all of that. And, uh, so yeah, all the producers I've actually worked with all them. I did, mm -hmm. I did another Christmas movie with them called in for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think I had long, longer hair, uh, totally different kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, I had worked with a lot of those folks before, so it really felt fantastic. It was like, Oh, hey, oh, yeah. Is it nice just to roll in and know a bunch of faces? It always is. I mean, yeah. it, it's very helpful uh, and it's, it's a good mix right. to sort of have people you've never met along with people you've, you've worked with before. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, it doesn't happen all the time either. So it's a blessing when it does, because mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have friends in this business. I haven't seen them for like, I had friends that ended up on supernatural and I didn't see them for like 15 years. And I'm like, where have mm -hmm. you been? And they're like on Supernatural. It's like, ah, that's why. You know? right. So it's where like, are finally, I, I, finally, I end up on the show. And then I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, I've been here the whole time. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I need to get on this show more then. Right. Yeah. right. No, I, I can see how that could totally happen in that, that you would mm -hmm. end up seeing somebody a lot and then not seeing them at all because they're doing something else, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I, and some people them. will leave. Like there's certain people in the industry that just, they just leave and you didn't know. Right. And you right. run into them at a coffee shop one day and they're like, man, I quit. I'm like totally into real estate. And I'm like, what? Crazy. <laughs> cool. What's okay. up? But yeah, no. Right. Um, they just change directions. Sometimes you, right. and you know, I, I think the pandemic made a lot of people think about what they were doing, not just in your industry, but I know mm -hmm. that industry was impacted so much and people made changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, in a lot of industries, yeah. and 
you'd like, what are you doing now? So maybe this, I don't know, but we're glad that you're making films. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, um, well, I was just going to ask you if you weren't acting, what would you be doing? Oh, there's a great country song that said, uh, says if, if I wasn't doing this, I'd still be doing this. <laughs> um, right. I, I mean, now that I'm, I've been in it and I've sort of tasted it, uh, yeah. it's, it's too exciting to just walk away from. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would have to, I mean, I've slowly been directing more, Yeah. Uh, but, yep. but I don't want, I don't necessarily want to leave one for the other. Mm -hmm. I just think they go together well. Mm -hmm. uh, I've I've always been highly involved in stunts, and I'm I'm also like a fully unionized stunt performer. So yeah. uh, there's that aspect as well. And I I love just storytelling. And I mean, sometimes it it's great to just sort of shift gears and be in a different part of the storytelling team. You know, right. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so having done directing, I mean, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> No, no, there's a slight lag. So I know. I feel like that. I just, keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. That's, that's um, what I feel like. <laughs> well, uh, if how has like starting to direct changed the way that you approach like acting in a scene? Uh, I or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, there's. It's good because there's times that I will think, why are we filming it this way? Why are we doing it this way? as a director and as a kind of a, a mind of like, well, let's, how do we direct this? Uh, sometimes I, I don't necessarily personally agree with how right. we're going to do this, but on the acting end, it's, that's not my job. I'm supposed right. to just be a part of that storytelling. So, yep. so I'm learning to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and there's a time that there's a time to speak and there's a time to be quiet. Right. Right. And so I, I, I think always trying to find when can I, can I be of a help? Uh, can I be of, of a service to the vision and to the, to the team? Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's always something you, you have to look out for. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I love directing. So I think that that helps me help everyone else because I, okay. I can catch on to, oh, okay, I know why we're doing the dolly shot. I know why we're, tr you know, we're trying to get this establishing shot. I know why they're asking me to delay my dialogue for beats. Okay, let's help everybody out here because I, mm -hmm. as a as a director, I, I see what we're trying to do now. Right. But as an actor, I actually get to step in and be a part of the the solution, and oh. not just sort of outside going, "Oh, could they just like wait four beats before <laughs> they speak? Like, how hard is that?" You know. Right. Right. And so instead, I can I could be the actor who goes, I, I I don't want them to be frustrated for the actor who can't wait four beats. Just right. wait, and it's going to help everybody. Right. And right. so I I think it's just another way to collaborate and another way to be helpful. So I, I, I like it. I mean, it, it's so much fun when you, when you feel everyone like gelling, like there's mm -hmm. a, there's an unspoken, uh, gelling. Can I say that? Yeah. There's an yeah. unspoken, there's an unspoken, uh, kind of, uh, cohesion that works. Right. And I mean, I'll tell you some of the best takes are when as a performer, you, you feel like you're in it and you got the dialogue and you're looking into the eyes of the other people and, and, they're hearing you and you're hearing them and you feel the dolly camera moving and you know that and you feel the focus puller like mm -hmm. pulling focus and going from person to person and when they say cut and everyone's happy mm -hmm. that is a very unique and dare i say addictive feeling like it's yeah it's incredible yep. um when everything comes together and everyone's doing their thing mm -hmm. 
and it's all working, you you know yeah. it's good. And I think people I, see, see that too. You you benefit on screen when we see that happen too. We get to see it. It plays out better on screen when that's happening. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's always interesting to to hear your thoughts, right? Uh, to hear everyone who's watching because, I mean, there's the individual performer. So we're all going. Okay, I'm bringing my stuff to the table. They're mm -hmm. bringing their stuff, and they are, and they are, and then the lighting, and the and everybody's bringing their stuff, and then we all think that we're doing what we're thinking, mm -hmm. right? But are but are we? I, you know, we hope so, right? And and so there's always a learning curve, I think, on on every performer's um, journey. Where I, mean, I kind of use American Idol as an example, where you always see those stories where there's this like five minute buildup of how amazing mm -hmm. they are. Right, and then and then you hear them, and you're like, "That's not what I was it's expecting." Not exactly. right? <laughs> and and I I I pray and I train and I hope that what I'm able to bring to the screen is actually enjoyable for people, and and what I think I'm doing is actually translating to to everyone else at home, and they're going, "Wow, I totally believe that," and and I bought it, and I and I believe it. You know, instead of them going, oh, Jesse, screwed that up. Like, I don't believe at all that this guy's upset. Like, it's horrible. Uh, oh, that's fun. So we heard that you're transitioning to being a director, but how did you actually get going, get started as an actor? What was that path like? Ooh, just going to the going to the hard questions, huh? <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, I think it took it took. Uh, kind of a couple of years almost. Uh, I would say very simply it started, I was a whitewater raft guide at the time. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah. I was in my That's the way everyone or, should start. <laughs> yeah, I, I, totally. I was living on the river. I was growing my beard out. I was tan to the max. I yeah. was outside every day, all day. And I was running these class one to five rapids yeah. and, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, but I also love watching movies and I like collecting posters. Never did I think I would make films ever and so i i literally i would take shifts in the evening either doing security or working in the kitchen to make extra money because mm -hmm. funny enough they do not pay you yeah. at all to keep people alive for some reason so <laughs> so i'd make these like very little loved being a whitewater raft guy but needed to make some more cash so right. i'd work in the kitchen in the evening and i'm working away and i hear this ad on the radio and it was for something called model search america <laughs> and it used to be a big a big thing yeah, and it was like, ah, oh, models this and models that. And yeah. I, like, I don't want, I, I don't want to be a model. Yeah. Uh, and you could meet the casting director from 20th Century Fox. And I was like, yeah, oh, they have, let's go. They, they, they have cool movies. I was like, and I literally turned to the guy I'm working with. I was like, I'm going to go to that thing. And he's like, what thing? I was like, I was just on the radio. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I don't know. There's something at the 20th Century Fox might be there or something. Yeah, I'm going to go. And he's like, what do you mean you're going to go? I was like, yeah, I'm leaving. I like took my apron off. He's like, you're going to get fired. And I'm like, ah, whatever. <laughs> and, I, and I left. And I literally got in the car and I drove for almost two hours to this giant city that was kind of close by. And I went to this, you know, sort of screening session for Model Search America. And I had jeans and a t-shirt on. Everybody else was decked out to the nines looking yeah. good. And I was like, wow, I do not fit in here. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I came all this way. I got I to gotta mm -hmm. see this through. So I got in line. Stand out, though. I, I maybe... I, I definitely stood out for a lack of preparation. <laughs> and so I, I'm in this lineup for a good 45 minutes. I get to the front and the guy's like, uh, sort of looks at me like, Kim, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't know. I heard there was like an acting portion maybe or a 20th Century Fox and I like their movies. And 
He's like, have you ever acted? I was like, no, no. Have you ever do theater? I was like, no. Do you have any pictures? I was like, no. He's like, have you taken like an improv class? I was like, no. He's like, can you smile? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, you have all your teeth. That's good. I'm uh, no, no word of a lie. That's what he said to me. And he goes, uh, okay, well, go get in that line. So I'm like, okay, get in another line. 45 minutes again, same thing. You got pictures? No. Training? No. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Anyway, they're like, well, if you want to pay, you can come to this big event. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's one of those. Uh, I'm not going to pay. So I, so I go back home and I'm like, really, I'm going to pay. And then I, what? I got to do like runway stuff. And then they're going to stare at me. And then they'll decide if they want to see me. I'm like, this is really weird. Um, but I was like, yeah, I've never done anything like that before. So I booked my hotel ahead of time. And it was taking place in Rochester, New York. Yeah. And I'd never been there. So I, I got on a bus and it was like a 17 hour bus ride or something. Oh, geez. And as I'm getting closer, all these like modely people start getting on and we start, I start finding out we're all going to the same place. So we start hanging out, we're talking, we're having fun. And then we get there and none of these people booked a hotel ahead of time. So they're all like, oh my goodness, it's full. We don't have anywhere to stay. And I'm like, I guess you guys can like crash in my room. Uh-huh. So I end up, I got like eight people that I just met on a bus. <laughs> guys, girls, they're all crashing on the floor. It was, it was crazy. I was like, what? so like I'm in my own room sleeping in a chair in the corner and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, cool. So I do this whole weekend and it's literally like, you have to like walk this runway and come to the end and turn. And so I'm just watching everybody else. I'm like, all right, I'll yeah. just walk down there and yeah. come to the end. And, but there was like, um, so, and then you do all these things and then they call your number, right? If you've got selected. So no word of a lie, the whole event is like done. They've been calling numbers for like 15 minutes because mm-hmm. there was over 2,500 people at this time. Wow. And, and literally they're like, all right, thanks to everybody for coming. I was like, oh, what a, what a bummer. I didn't make it. And they're like, hold on. We got one more number here. It's kind of like all squished up and no, <laughs> no, word, no word of a lie. They're like number, whatever. It was like seven, seven, nine, seven, eight, four, zero. Uh, Jesse Hutch for 20th Century Fox. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, and, and everybody else with is like, whoa. And I was like, no. Did they just say that? And I was like, okay, now what? So I, so I went and I got to meet a gentleman named Christian Kaplan, who still works for 20th Century Fox to this day. And I walk in and I sit down, it's just him in this room. And he's like at a table with this like lighting. It's like CIA lighting. And he's like, you know, from LA. I'd never been to LA in my life. And he's just like totally direct and honest mm-hmm. and brutal, like in a good way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, so um, do you have any experience? He's like, no. He's like, have you ever acted? No. And do you have any pictures? He looks at my pictures. These are horrible pictures. I was like, okay. <laughs> he, he's like, where's your accent from? I was like, well, I grew up mostly in Canada. He's like, where's that? And I'm like, oh my, uh, it's like a small town north. He's like, okay, whatever. And uh, honestly, it was, it was really amazing how honest he was because it was helpful. And it really, for the first time, gave me a sense of what to expect in this industry. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, he, he totally goes through, I have nothing that's like really good or great. And he goes, <laughs> all right, well, I called your number because I, I sort of just maybe saw something in your personality. I don't know. But he's like, anyway, take these papers. You got 15 minutes. You're going to go out. You're going to prepare these scenes. You'll come back in and we'll do an audition. And I was like, he's like, have you ever auditioned? I was like, no. Nope. He's like, all right, well, here you go. Go prepare. I'm like, okay. This is so amazing. Yeah, this is, uh, d- swear, everything's true here. Based on a true story. 
<laughs> so so I go out in the hallway and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So I'm like, okay. So I'm reading through these lines and I'm like, okay, I'm this dude. And anyway, I went back in. I did the audition. He goes, okay, you're going to go out. I'll call you back in when I'm done. And there's a few other people that he was seeing and stuff. And then I come back in and he goes, okay, I'm going to be straight up with you. He goes, um, y- your accent's going to need work. You're going to need more of a standard American. Um, you're extremely green. You don't know what you're doing. Uh, you have zero experience. Um, your photos are horrible. You're going to need new photos. You're going to have to take classes. you got to get some experience somewhere doing something. Um, you have an interesting look, but he's like, you know, there's a lot of guys that look like you. Uh, but he's like, but I think there might be something if you go after it. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take that. And he, he gave me his office number and he said, stay in touch with my office. And I want you to check in once a month and let my assistant know what you're doing. Uh, so I went back home and I, I honestly, I just, the closest thing I could find was like an improv class yeah, from okay. some dude who went to college for it. I started taking improv classes like once a week. And, you know, I had some friends take some pictures. Um, and then I, I started, started going, okay, where do I have to go to do this? And Mm -hmm. at that time it was, I had to go to the West coast is what I felt like to to go to Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, I got on an airplane when I was 21. It was the first time I'd ever been on an airplane. Um, I, I finished, uh, I was still a whitewater raft guide, of course. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll make like a couple thousand bucks, put that in my pocket and I'll go. And, um, I ended up drowning. Uh, right before I was planning to leave. So I had three months left in my summer working routine and, um, and I full on drowned, uh, like blackout gone. So who pulled, someone pulled you out near drowning, right? Uh, no, no full on drowned dead, like gone. Um, ended up in a hospital, ended up in a pressure chamber. Uh, somehow by the grace of God, uh, didn't, I didn't have brain damage. Uh, I didn't. You're lucky. Uh, I didn't permanently explode all my eardrums. I, I mean, maybe I'll, I'm definitely a little off uh, to, <laughs> to to be in this business. <laughs> You're not brain injured. That's. I mean, that's I, the big I, thing. Yeah, and. Um, this is my so game. The, yeah, this is what Julie does. This is my game. I'm uh-huh. like, You're lucky. This is this yeah. is my daily story. Oh, so. I. I'm, it was uh, it was one of the biggest blessings of my life, one of the scariest and one of the most peaceful times I've ever been through, and it still it still drives me and affects me. And uh, that peaceful, and still, easy feeling. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so I. Uh, so that was kind of the last thing that happened before I got on an airplane and started to really pursue acting. I was like, you know what? I'm, I can always come back. I can always turn around. Right. Uh, but but I need to go for it, and so. Um, and then it was honestly just years of me doing what we do as actors. We audition, we, we get rejected. We, we keep going. You, you got to learn to wear your heart on your sleeve, but have a thick skin. You need right. to, you need to pull all your insecurities out and just slam it on the table and deal with it. Uh, and I think year by year, job by job, it was this staircase of figuring out that what I, what was going on in here is being accepted out here and something's working uh so i'm gonna keep going and and i mean i'm still doing that i'm still i'm still going i still i don't believe i've had the role that has that has been the one where people go that was the one where i and now i know who jesse is or 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 recognize his work or um and not that that's my aim my aim is not 
necessarily to be massive and have this you know spotlight of recognition my my aim rather would be to be so good at what i do that there's there's a side effect and that side effect would be hopefully reaching people hopefully um uh, doing performances that that surprise people um constantly move and groove that's why i love going from rom-com to action to to drama to comedy and because i think as as julie mentioned earlier the audience loves to have their heartstrings pulled right and and you need to change it up and so i love surprising people if i can so i'm going to keep working on that okay well that was amazing that (laughs) is an amazing amazing story story. people in the comment sections are like this story is amazing yeah and everybody is saying and i agree this should be a movie yeah let's make it the just the jesse hutch story Um, i actually am developing a a rom-com that has a lot of those events that I'm uh, talking about in it. We're we're here for it. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, like, I this is amazing. So <laughs> um. well, I, I would like to push the envelope of um of kind of true events from my past, but mm-hmm. you know, mixed in with with this kind of classic romantic comedy of people. I think just getting to know each other uh, yeah. as life uh, yeah. kind of un- unveils itself. So so I have yet to actually get the script completed but i am i'm already working on on outlines and things like that and then uh we'll see who's interested in in backing it up mm-hmm. that's exciting um yeah keep us all posted on that <laughs> we'll be so how, did you go, how did you add in stunt work into that because oh yeah oh i've just always been yeah been that so, guy like when when yeah. i was in high school my nickname was hardcore hutch <laughs> and uh and that was just because i i would go free climbing all the time uh, mm-hmm. i literally would get kicked out of like i would go and climb church steeples uh just like totally free climb it or i'd take a rope and then i'd leave the rope there because security would be screaming and yelling at me and i'd have, like i'd belay down the building and then oh, it's gone and they're, they're yelling at me and i'm like oh no right uh my first uh kind of bike i just built from all these old bikes i found in the ditch and it was just this beast of a of a war machine and I constantly was trying to drive that over train bridges. And um, so it was just kind of a natural thing that I loved doing. Like I, I, I wasn't a, a drinker. I wasn't a smoker. I wasn't into drugs. I, um, uh, I've never tried alcohol in my life. And um, I think on the flip side, I was just the guy who was like, nah, I'm just going to climb that cliff now by myself. Right. And, right. I, you know, if I fall off, it's probably not going to be good. But um, just don't fall off, I guess. Uh, although I, I did. And I have, um, sure. But, but yeah, that was, a, that was a, that part of my like life. Certified, right. For, to be a, you have to be like, there's like a process to be in film though, to be a stunt person in film. Right. I mean, it takes, it takes experience. It takes, uh, kind of getting in there training with other people that are in the industry. And, and I, I love it though. I've always loved it. So the very first job that I ever had in this industry was on a series called dark angel, which was created oh, by yeah. James Cameron. Yeah. yeah. And and I booked the role and I showed up and they said the stunt coordinators here. I was like, did the what? The stunt coordinator? Oh, sick! There's stunts. And I was like, <laughs> and I met his name was Mike Mitchell. He's still doing it to this day. And he was the first guy that I met. And I was like, can I do some stunts? And he's like, well, like, can you do anything? And I was like, well, I did kickboxing for six years. I've done Muay Thai uh, for for four. And um, I'm I just you know I've always been. And he's like, all right, well, let's go in the alleyway. Let's see what you got. And I'm like. What, what does that mean? He's like, we're going to throw down. I'm like, okay. 
So we go out and he literally like in the alleyways, like, all right, you get him up, let's man, go. let's go. Mm -hmm. And he starts throwing some, and we're like, we're going at it here. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you do some stuff. Yeah. And I was like, all right. This is awesome. <laughs> and so they still brought in a stunt double for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you have to, it's insurance, yeah. it's, you know? And so that was when I met a gentleman named Marshall Virtue. And so he was um, the stunt coordinator on uh, Batwoman for the CW. Mm -hmm. And so him and I just worked together. Uh, yeah. I was on there for eight episodes playing a villain and he was the stunt coordinator. So to go full circle, like almost yeah. 21 years later to have the first guy who was brought in to like stun double me. Uh, and then, I mean, I ended up doing a ton of stuff and he just got to like eat off the craft table. And uh, we, 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 we still, we, we still joke about that. Cause he was like, this is amazing. He's like, oh, I get paid. I was just going to eat food and you go. Do it. <laughs> uh, but Perfect. to see Marshall grow and now he's a coordinator and he's got kids and he's married and it's just uh what a wonderful kind of circle right. and yeah. uh just just really cool i mean to see someone do something for so long and and you know i got to run into him and work with him and be like man you're still doing it and so am i and you know keep it up that's yeah it sounds like it would feel um really fulfilling to kind of go back from right where you started the same yeah person. yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of fun um, uh, but stunts stunts is like right up my alley i mean i yeah. so like, like i said batwoman i was one of the <clears> most <throat> uh recent you know supernaturals hired me as a as a actor but also a stunt actor because right. they wanted someone who could act the scenes but also massive fight scenes and someone who can handle taking a beating and mm -hmm. uh so i i'm continuously moving towards kind of that if I had to use comparison, it'd be like the Ryan Reynolds and the Tom Cruise kind yeah. of kind of feel, right? Where it's, right. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, the leading man who does stuff, you know what I mean? Right. And right. I, I, I want to tell as much of the story as I possibly can. And I'd like to be equipped and professional so that anybody else who's in that position can go, yeah, like Jesse can handle this. It's not, it's not like an actor who's just really keen. He's an actor, but he's also is a stunt performer. And he also right. does train hard and he has demos of stunts specific, you mm -hmm. know, you're ready, you know, you're prepared. You, some things you can't, you can't just make up as you go. Uh, sometimes you can, um, but in the stunt world, it's, you gotta be very honest, right? Hey, can you take the BMX bike and do a double backflip? You can't pull the actor thing, which is like, yeah. And then go learn it on the weekend. No, you gotta, you gotta do the stunt performer professional thing, which is like, no, I can't do that. Right. Uh, but right. if I have time, I'm willing to learn. Right. But sometimes they go, we don't have time. We need someone who can do this tomorrow. You're like, right. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not your guy then. Right. Can you do you the double backflip on the bike? No. <laughs> Can you do a single? I'd go for it if I was going into a swimming pool or something. Yeah. Or yeah. If you're going into a, into the giant crash mat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. I've maybe I'm done there. it to a, I've maybe done it to a mattress. Um, no, you haven't. I'm wiry and small and I'm a Gen Xer and we built some really nice, nice jumps. <laughs> I'm just envisioning this now. Like, oh, I was totally like, like, oh, I was. Gosh, I'm yeah. so boring compared to you two. <laughs> She's just hanging out with Johnny Knoxville. Hey, all right, we're going to do this one. Oh no, we, we built a lot of things and broke a lot of things. Built a lot of bikes and broke them. Um, oh, same. Right. No, see? That's it funny. was a thing. Yeah. It was a thing. No one knew where I was. Um, <laughs> I was like the girl in the woods having tea parties. I wasn't doing any of this stuff. That, that's pretty crazy, though. Like, it was. Like Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, you never know. 
That's awesome. Um, do you have any stories of a time where they asked you if you could do something and you couldn't, but you just kind of lied your way through it? Uh, like stunt wise or performance wise? No, just wise in or... general. Like, you know, can you ride a horse? Sure. You know, that kind of thing. Can you skate? Can you? Yeah, there's, there's definitely moments where it, um, I'm honest, but there's other things too, where I'm like, man, I can totally go out and just brush up on that and I'll be great. Right. Uh, so there's times that it's like, oh man, it's been a while, but I can do it. Sure. So yeah, that's come up. But I mean, I, I always enjoy, uh, I mean, I, I like going for things too. Like, um, like recently I've heard that maybe they're going to be on the lookout for Wolverine again. And mm. that's a role that I've always, always wanted to play. And at one point, um, a totally. whole bunch of us did write a short and we were going to film it actually just to sort of, um, just to do something right. To have, yeah. uh, to have someone visualize that. But, uh, so lately I, I actually have reached out to my reps and I'm like, Hey, if there's an avenue I'm willing to, I'll go get photos done in that nature, or I'm willing to go out and film something like I'll go find the stunt team and we'll do some crazy stuff. And, right. and, and I'll put something together, uh, just because I, some of these things I want to fight for I, I don't want to just sit around and hope that, right. You know, somebody, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, that, and that's our business, right? We're always on this shelf yeah. and you're just like, oh, hoping someone sees you and goes, eh, maybe let's give them a shot. And yeah, I mean, it's, may, may, yeah, maybe it happens, but I don't know. I, I ain't getting any younger and the world's not getting any slower. Right. So, um, for, so, I mean, another example was uh, planet of the apes, uh, originally uh was having difficulty getting into see casting because i didn't have a um like a theater background and they mm -hmm. and and but i had been doing motion capture for years already at that point for microsoft and bringing these creatures to life and doing all right. kinds of things and i was like no i and i and i've been training in stunts i was like i can do this so i went out and i um i watched all the videos of terry notary and and all these guys that were on that the first movie right and mm -hmm. and i uh i rented a shop and i built my own ape arms and um i put together my own demo so i just went out and started learning how to run like an ape and learning how to go over stuff and roll and and i put together this demo reel and it just turns out that i ran into some people that actually know terry and i showed it to them and they were like you mind if we send this to his studio and i was like not at all yeah, <laughs> go ahead <laughs> so i mean ultimately i did end up getting a two-hour like audition with uh about 15 other people and and I got to kind of go for it, but, and it never worked out in my favor, but at least I had, right. I was able to, to go for it. And I felt right. like, Hey, I'm going to fight for this. And I mean, what worst case scenario, you have a great story to tell, right. uh, or, or whatever you fall in more experience. Or, yeah. More exposure, more contacts. Well, and there's this weird mix too, because in, in the stunt world, it's okay to reach out to people mm -hmm. and say, Hey, here's my stuff. It's okay to, to show up at a, at a you know at um, a gymnastics club and say hey how's everybody doing i'm so and so i want to train and i want to get into this and you start training in the acting world it's more of a it's more traditionally like well right. you don't contact us have your people call our people and then maybe those people will talk to the other people and so so there's this weird dynamic right where it's like i'm trying to honor and respect everyone's space and do it professionally but there's still this part of me that is grounded in and sort of that just go get it done right stunt attitude which is like be honest work hard and and just go for it and uh and see what happens and so yeah maybe that's shot me in the foot sometimes maybe 
maybe producers of casting doesn't like the fact that I sent them an email directly and said, Hey, I'm so-and-so and, and I hear you're casting this film and I would love, you know, like I've never asked anyone to give me anything, right? but I would love to have a chance to fight for something if that's possible. So you've asked for an so, opportunity, not. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Right. Like I, 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 like I, you know, I get it. I'm not Tom Cruise. They're not just going to be like, yes, just give it to him. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> not yet. But, but I'm working towards that and you know, I'm a work in progress and uh, I don't know. I mean, you just, if there's something you want to do, you just need to go for it and, and mm. give it a shot. Yeah. Do you feel like it's easier to do that or harder as you get older? I think it's getting easier. Yeah. I feel that too. <laughs> That's yeah, the one great thing about the being in your forties. I feel like it, uh-huh. If you want, you're interested in something or you want to do something, you don't feel like you can't try. Yeah. There's something yeah. I think about, um, it's like experience. You need experience to get more experience sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this weird mix that I'm learning of mm-hmm. um, how to utilize what you've learned and do it well and still honor people and respect their roles and mm-hmm. don't, don't crush people. But there's times when you need to speak up and, um, so, so I'm, I'm constantly sort of trying to live in that zone. Like, like I'm, I touched on it briefly earlier when I said, when you're a lead actor, you lead the people. Mm. And sometimes that means you need to, you need to utilize a position that maybe you've been put in, in order to bring up something that isn't necessarily your fight, but you're doing it because you believe that the people around you need to be uh, protected or, or championed or moved towards uh, like a common goal. Okay. And, and I know I'm kind of speaking and I'm sort of being indirect here, but it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a bit of a hierarchy sometimes and it's like, well, they're the actors. So, you know, don't, don't talk to them or don't, don't say that, you know, or tiptoe around the emotion of it. Uh, But again, because I have that, that sort of stunt and that just action and I just love that part of life. There's a part of me that says, like, just be straight up honest. Like, did that suck or not? Like, if it did, let's do it again. And right. we'll change it and fix it. But there's times sometimes when you just need to, if you're in a position that you can speak for someone else and you know that they would have a voice if they could, but if they spoke up, maybe they're going to, they could lose their job. Who knows? I mean, right. it, you then you need to do it. You know, right. you have, to, when, when you we have walk, to. When we walk beside people, and we make everyone stronger. So uh, that's one of my big things is like walk beside somebody yeah. and shore them up and they shore you up at the same time. And so uh, it makes everything better. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And and I mean, if you, you're ever given a platform, right, whatever that is, it doesn't matter if there's one person watching you or 50 trillion. Uh, you need to act the same. So you have to figure mm-hmm. out who you are and what you believe in. And and I think that helps it. Uh, and that comes with, can come with age. It can right. come with experience if yep. you seek it and you want it, I think, because yeah, I mean, you, you can definitely go the other way where just because you're older doesn't mean you know anything. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> other than you get set in your ways. Right, right. Uh, there yeah, oh, for sure. And there's things you know lots about and things you don't know anything about. Absolutely. I think when you're older, you're smart enough to know which are which. Right. So, so. Hopefully. Right? Yeah, right? hopefully. <laughs> okay. I, I think we have to talk.
talk about Rama drama because there Let's are some it. people on here that were at Rama drama, and we have to talk about acting with the stars. That was so much fun. <laughs> did you and did did you enjoy doing that? Yeah, absolutely. That was completely unexpected. Just flying by the seat of our pants, like making it up. But that made it so much more fun. It was yeah. It was fun. We were going to ask you um, if you had ever done improv before, but you mentioned that that was like your first acting class. So that's a lot of fun. Um, whenever you pulled out the, the vacuum, I mean, we are just. The staff was fantastic because I'm, I'm like hobbling off the stage because I'm playing. I just came up with that. Right. He's got a broken back. I don't know. And then. And then I get off the stage and I'm like, I need all the snacks. Do you have snacks? Do you have a vacuum? Is there is there a broom closet around here? And I'm like literally running behind the stage, <laughs> pulling pulling things apart and looking in boxes. And then one of the guys said, I got it. here's a vacuum. And I'm like, yes. And come back out with the vacuum. Come back. Did you get any snacks? You got the chips? You know? And uh, so they were fantastic. But sometimes when, when you're given very little, um, that's when you have the most opportunity. Right. Um, I, I always find, um, and I always say this, like speaking is not always the most powerful position. It's actually listening. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so yeah, that's, I mean, I just had fun with it. And of course I love accents. So I threw an accent in there. And... As you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was quite surprised though at the feedback because everybody the rest of the weekend, uh, that was like one of their highlights. So it was completely. Fun. Sandra's in the, in the comments going, and where that's where the vacuum came from. All of a sudden there was just a vacuum. Uh, um, yeah. I the think it was the fun too because like the first round, it was funny, but like the more, you all did the scene, you know, then you've got Neil like with the chips in the bathroom, like uh -huh, you, uh -huh. you guys just kind of yeah. stole the show. It was, it was a lot of fun to see the progression <laughs> of how silly it could get. <laughs> and it was fun as we were watching, we knew more about the scene. It made the other pieces funnier. If right. that makes sense because yeah. you're just like in the context of who the characters were and it uh -huh. just got funnier and funny. People were dying. It was like that needs to come back again, acting with the stars. We're like and then yeah. um Julie w Sherman Wolf wrote that, right? She wrote that scene. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. She like wanted video from it and everything. She's like, who took video of that? Because <laughs> I need that. <laughs> well, I mean and and I mean when you give a bunch of actors the opportunity to try and, you know, to be a part of something like that you, you never know what's going to happen so uh so yeah i think it was fantastic that everybody just started and i mean that, and that's the way it is in in real life on set right like you, you show up and you're prepared you're prepared with your dialogue so that you can you can play in a sense so right. you can actually just get to doing the work because if actors aren't prepared then you you're just not prepared and then you just spend the time rolling film on someone preparing right. rather than show it up be, and you're like, okay, now we can find things. We can, we can tweak and play and listen. And you know, I mean, the rules are a little bit different in a lot of the right. projects, but Wait, but I would love, I, I would love to do uh, more rom coms that are like really heavy on the comedy and would allow for more of that kind of ridiculous, just crazy, you know, nonsense. I mean, I'm I'm in hundred <laughs> percent. I, you know, I think that that would be fun. And I, it's just a, an, a, one more way to be a little bit out of that cookie cutter mold to right. bring more mm -hmm. range to what's available on the screen. I think, um, you know, people tune in cause they kind of want to 
they want to know what the overall arc is, but the way they get there, they want more variety. And so um, I think people would love that. And when we were there, they uh, it, uh, we got to watch uh, Two Tickets to Paradise early. And that was that was more comedy than I've seen right. Right. on Hallmark in a long time. And we, we everyone loved it. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that that'd be great. So it was a lot of yeah, fun. Was I, that your first Rama drama? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Well, that was only the second one. So that was our first two. Yes. That was fun. Yeah. We're like, oh, invite us back again, Gabriel. That was a ton of fun. So. Oh yeah. It really was. I think a lot of people, uh, really enjoyed it and had a good time. Yeah. No, the, it was yeah. a lot of fun. Hey, yeah. we should ask uh, like a couple more questions. Oh, I'm like, if we're getting into to an hour here. I know. I know. And you have something uh, after this too. So we'll. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm going to ask one more question because you're, you're here for your Christmas movie. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I had a feeling you were going to ask that. And uh, <laughs> I was trying to think back because I was like, man, what are some of the favorite Christmas movies? Is there anything you or your family I mean, has I, to watch every I mean, year? I, I mean, I still enjoy watching Home Alone with my kids. They think oh, it's yeah. hilarious. It's outstanding. So, so, so I get to watch them watch it now? Yes. 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 We're in that yes. stage now, too. And that's that's Elf, been fun. Yeah. 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 Elf is always a fantastic uh, uh, film to elf. watch. And, um, I mean, everyone I, in my I, household can quote Elf from about top to bottom. So there's so many good gags in there. Like I've, I'd, I'd love to do a movie like that. Yeah. Um, I mean the um, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Griswolds. Definitely more, more of an adult movie, obviously. But uh, oh my. Classic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just so oh, I watched that. And I'm like, oh my goodness! Like this is a family dynamic and. You, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, got to throw Die Hard in there. <laughs> <laughs> People always argue, is it a Christmas movie? I'm like, yes, it is. It took place yeah, at nope, Christmas. Nope. Fine. You're the second one to throw out Die Hard in the last two weeks. So, yeah. Todd, you know, a certain percentage of people's Christmas left. You and Kevin uh -huh. McGarry both got Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Except sure. he also added, what was it, Batman Returns? Batman Returns. Like, that was the like, first time I've heard that. We're like, yeah. <laughs> Yes, sure it did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was trying to remember if one of the Back to the Futures took place at Christmas. Oh, uh, around Christmas time. I'm trying but, to think. Um, First one. Because I was trying to figure out how to work that movie. The second one was a little great. rough. I'm like, the second one was a little rough. Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been that was a while since I've seen those, so. I'm no we help. Watched a lot of those. Yeah, I'm not feeling <laughs> at home alone. A lot of people are like home alone. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Saw, saw it in the theater. Somebody said, I saw it in the theater the first first time it came out. So. Uh, oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. I, yeah. I mean, I think Michael J. Fox was, I mean, he, he was a great actor. I mean, I would have loved to have had an opportunity to work with him. Mm. Um, yeah, just, I way, thought... just his personality. And uh, closest I ever got was I did a series that um, the showrunner from Family Ties was our showrunner. Mm -hmm. Oh, so yeah. He, so, so he would share stories about, you know, working with all those folks and it was, it was yeah, those were, there was like classic stories. sitcom stuff there mm -hmm. right yeah right. Grew up watching that definitely oh, yeah. um what about a christmas song do you have a favorite christmas song silent night's probably always been one of my favorites mm -hmm. uh i i like singing it uh like just with a an acoustic guitar mm -hmm. um i'll sing it for my which kids. is how it was written for mm -hmm. acoustic guitar um mm -hmm. that's all silent night was written. i uh I, I think i did a version of singing actually and uh 
was it in, in for Christmas, I think, I-N-N, like in mm -hmm. for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and that was just an on the whim scene that we kind of came up with. It was uh, supposed to be me in one room and her in another. And she's like, oh, you, you know, kind of miss him. And I'm like thinking of her. And um, and I found this old guitar in the closet. And I was just like, what if I was just playing a Christmas carol mm -hmm. or something? And then the camera goes from one room to the other. And she's like sitting against the opposite wall. And we're both back to back. Like, And the director was totally cool with it. And the DP was like, we can do it. And we like totally rejigged the whole scene. And and it ended up making it in the movie. Nice. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah. I love those With, kinds of stories. Yeah. That's like there's, there's another movie I recently did. It'll be a wedding movie. And uh, I was on my way to set and I was, and, and you're, you, a lot of the times you're inspired by the writing, right? You're, you, you, you get into this character, you get it on yeah. its feet, you're, you're working it and you're going, man, you get all, you find all these inspirations and things you want to bring to, to the character, right? And sometimes your ideas get shot down and sometimes they're like, cool, let's roll with it. And, there, it was like kind of the end scene where my character is supposed to be like, pour my heart out to this girl. And I'm like, man, this is not working. Like he's just, what a sissy moment this is right now. Like he's not man enough. He's not, you know, he, he's not sort of being confident in who he is and standing there and just presenting himself to her and giving her the, the choice to be like, hey, do you see me or not? And on the way in, I was like, okay, I got an idea. And so I literally was eating some breakfast in my trailer like over 15 minutes and I wrote this poem and I went to set and it's a, it's a massive risk so like honestly my my heart's kind of I'm in that mm -hmm. like I said right. I'm in that age and stage where I'm like willing to risk and bring it forward yeah. but it doesn't mean you don't feel it sometimes right, right. and I'm like okay I'm about to literally propose just an entirely new version of the scene I'm like this is whew, okay this is either gonna go really well or it's gonna go really bad and I go to the director and I'm like eh, how do you like this scene and he's like I hate it <laughs> And I'm like, yes. good, good, good start. Good start. Can we, I have, I, can I propose something? I said, okay, just imagine that I have a leather jacket on and imagine I'm holding a red rose. Okay. And I just did it. And I, and I read this scene and the, the actress who was, you know, playing opposite me was there as well. And I said, please feel free to tell me if this is stupid. And I just went for it. And I, I said this poem and we did it. And he's like, and he, he's like a super emotional driven director. And he's like, literally like, got a single oh. tear and he's like he's like i have to run it by the producers but he's like as far as i'm concerned we're doing it and uh and he's like yes. and he's like can i have that and he like took it and he left and he got like your napkin right with there. your poem literally literally it was on a piece of <laughs> wrote on a piece of scrap paper and and uh they loved it and they ended up going for it and so it's in the movie and um uh so it's just moments like that where you're like man i'm not trying to say that i'm better Right. I'm inspired by yeah. by what we've been doing and by what's what's been coming to life off of these these pages and and I'm just feeling like there's something more here, you know? Yeah. And and I was just thrilled that they they were okay with it because it felt right. It felt like okay. Cuz I want the audience too to what cuz a lot of the times it's like we're the face and mm -hmm. you're either going to hate the face or you're going to love the face for lack of a better term and right. I mean, sometimes things are out of your control. They pick a different tape, they do a different edit, they put different music, they totally, and you're like, oh, wow, okay. Didn't see that one coming, cool. <laughs> and and you're just out there, right? It's a, it's a risk every time. And I'm not saying be afraid of it, but you gotta know that it exists. And so right. if you're gonna risk, you might as, well, might as well risk your own heart in the process and see what happens. I love that. That sounds amazing. So what, can you tell us what project this is or is that? Which, uh, I, I mean, 
unless they change the unless they change the name uh wow why am i blanking um is it the is this the, the love club by chance no no the love club i i did after actually uh okay wow why am i what? i was just saying because that those are rolling out here too that's going to be a series of four movies yeah 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 uh wow you asked me and i had a total brain fart <laughs> that's okay it happens it's not okay i gotta i need to know <laughs> right? something well who knows it'll probably change its name like 10 something times something wedding it's probably like dream wedding or you know what i mean it yeah uh, right I, I, i'm close i'm close I'm, I'm i'm looking some stuff up oh it, he's looking it up he's looking oh, yeah, it dream, up. yeah it's called the uh, dream wedding yeah dream okay. wedding okay dream wedding yep do you know where that's coming out i don't i think i mean i've heard rumors uh but they haven't confirmed it yet yeah and and i don't know 100 percent uh right so we have, we have learned that these are these things are mysteries sometimes yeah Oh, and, the, and I mean, you know these names. It's always like something, something love or like love, love, love. Some of the names, let's be honest. Some of the names are like, oh my goodness. You're like, can we hit the nail on the head like anymore? Like yes. <laughs> falling in love while making donuts. Like it's just like literally the. <laughs> the name, the titles and the movie posters usually like. Right. Yeah. I was actually happy like with the Christmas in Toyland poster. Was yeah, simple, I like it. That was nice. poster I was like, cute. Oh, that's actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cute. And it looks a little different. It make, it stands out, bright colors. And so oh, yeah, the yeah, colors no. are bright. It's, yep. it's not like the classic pose on the front. Like we don't need the pose anymore, right? That, like, you gotta tell everybody that. I, I mean, we do. We do a lot of edits, you know, on our because we, we run social media two different ways. We have yeah. you know, a fan mm -hmm. account and a podcast account. So we run a lot of social media and we maybe have some strong feelings about editing. No, we liked your poster. Like that, that, yeah. that was, that was cute. And we've seen we a did. few recently that have been uh, uh, better. Like we're like, wait, look, look at that. Yeah. The, yeah. the classic stand them there and <laughs> yeah. put them in the middle of the poster. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Um, no. So you've got a couple things coming out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything other yeah. than these two? Uh, Maybe. Good question. Um, it's been uh, busy. Uh, what, what have I done? Uh, no, I think those two have yet to come out. Okay. Uh, and then this I movie don't... too. And then Christmas in Toyland. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And we know you filmed some um, of the Love, the Love Club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's like four movies. One of the movies yeah. is kind of my main uh yep. storyline that i'm in uh but a lot of the couples are throughout um so uh how, however that plays out um but yeah as i think there's there'd be some fun stuff there too I'm, as a, you know as i mentioned i'm always trying to push that especially the comedy i just think mm -hmm. comedy is the best uh, it's awesome it's awesome and i mean that, that's why we're, we're developing a lot of our own projects and in pitching i mean something that i'm really passionate about that we've been developing for just short of 10 years now, actually, to wow. be honest with you, from like very beginning stages. And it's kind of a, a lethal weapon meets bad boys. Okay. Uh, nice. And, and be, because I love that action comedy aspect, but I think it should be fun. I think that it should be some uh, kind of a nineties feel almost. It yeah. doesn't take place in the nineties, but just, I mean, if you look up movies that were made in the nineties, it's just, they were just amazing. Like right. there's so many good movies. 
right that came out that you just yeah. like you're, you're just like rooting for the people and you're yeah like and you and you just fun music and and so right. i just want to bring that back you know and and I, I, love that. I and i think everybody can enjoy like a, a good song or a good old car or right. or a, a, you know maybe a grenade launcher explosion once in a while uh but where's my fun, car like, chase where's my yeah. <laughs> but, but, but then fun right like witty yeah. banter like right. good dialogue that that you just want to watch these people so i mean a lot of that is has been developed too based on some of my real life right i'm, I'm married with three kids what would that look like if i was an undercover agent yeah you know right. who still acts like a kid and loves movies and quotes movies and wants to be batman and you know mm -hmm. what does that look like and so that's something that uh, i'd like to say we're getting closer to the right people to build the team to to make that uh sort of come to fruition but you know it's it's a slow it's a slow uphill climb i i think as blade said in uh the first movie blade wesley snipes character had a line where he said uh somebody's always trying to ice skate uphill right and it's yeah. like sometimes it it just takes time it's like yeah. hard but you, you, but you got to do it sounds like it'll be worth it though um hey let's we've had you for so long and i know you have another podcast after this so i want to start I wrapping up let's just do a really quick round of suspenders or buttons which is our version of our this or that so we'll just ask you um like a white elephant game or an ugly christmas sweater party what would you rather do oh, okay so i so i just picked yeah. which one okay was it was that a legit question yeah that's yeah, a legit one yeah oh, okay uh go again Okay, so a white elephant game or an ugly Christmas sweater party? A white elephant game. Okay, summer vacation or winter vacation? It was, was that, oh, that's a tough one. Come on. <laughs> I really like both. Mm, okay. Some, summer Fine. vacation. Okay. okay. Um, family activity or date night? Ooh. I know, I couldn't I, pick that one. Oh, I love my date nights with my wife, but I love my family, but... Yeah. The family works better when we have date nights. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That that that's a great Good answer. Get around that one. I like it. <laughs> Hot or iced coffee? I uh, I don't drink coffee, but no. cold is uh, actually hot chocolate's my favorite. Okay. So well, there you go. Hot chocolate. That's your answer. I go with it. it. Phone call or text? Who is it? <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> 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 uh, text yeah yeah um pasta or pizza Ooh, both so good i gotta go pasta yeah, yeah. like a all really right, good pasta delicious all um, right well that's all we got so um jesse's movie uh is christmas in toyland it's gonna air on hallmark july 23rd 8 7 central thanks uh -huh. for joining us jesse Oh, thanks for having Thank me. You so much. It was nice to talk to you. Loved hearing your stories. Um, Catherine will take us out, but um, wait yeah. one second before you pop yeah. up. Um, yeah. Thanks, thank you, everybody. everybody. Bye. Thank you.